Hello and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness and you're tuned in to Mixing It with Nikki Cray. This is Nikki and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is a Los Angeles-based singer-songwriter who is the real music tour de force. I absolutely love that phrase. Formerly signed to No Limit Records and managed by Snoop, the father of legendary rapper Snoop Dogg. She has worked with and opened for many industry bets. She has performed in various places around the U.S. and as far away as Osaka, Japan. In 2022 and 2023, she had two top 40 radio charting singles. And just recently, her track, Waiting for You, garnered valid consideration for best R&B performance for the 66th Grammy Awards, one of her biggest accolades to date. Please join me in welcoming the fabulous Anya Royale. Welcome to Mixing It, Anya. How are you? Hey, I am good. I'm excited to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome, and I am so excited to share you and your music with everyone. So let's get right into things. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in music. (laughs) How I got started in music. You know, I really don't know how I got started in music, but my mom would always say that I've been singing ever since I could talk. Um, I am one of seven children. My dad had the most amazing voice in the world, so I was definitely inspired by him right off. But out of those seven kids, I'm the only one that inherited the gift. (laughs) So. I can basically say that's how I got started, just, you know, listening to my dad as a kid and then, you know, doing local challenge shows and things like that around the age of 13, pretty shy before then and probably still shy then. But, you know, I got my feet wet and won my first talent show at my first talent show. So I won first place the first time I did a talent show. And then ever since then, I'm like, I'm totally inspired to do this. They really like me. (laughs) I really got something. (laughs) (laughs) And then professionally, um, I would say that began, you know, with with No Limit. You know, that was probably my first time professionally really doing something. That's fantastic. Um, I want to tee off your dad being in music. Was he a professional musician? You know, what type of things did he do? Or did he just do it on the side? He did nothing professionally with his voice. And when I tell you, I still have not heard a voice like my, not even remotely close. My dad died early. He died in his 40s, and he never pursued music professionally. So it was just one of those things that I felt um, he wasn't doing anything with it. But out of seven kids, and I'm the only one that inherited the gift, I never sang in a choir. No one's ever taught me anything. It was just basically by ear. And, you know, I just felt like I had a gift. I felt like I just had to do it. It was just in me. And I don't think everybody is gifted with it. That I would certainly agree. Certainly agree. And I'm sorry about the loss of your your father. And we're excited, though, that you did inherit the gift because 
Me I too. have listened to you. Yes, you should be because I've listened to you and you certainly do have a magical voice. Thank you. You're welcome. And it sounds like your father obviously was a musical inspiration, but who yes. maybe are some of your other main musical influences that you might draw some inspiration from? I've got such an old soul. So my grandma used to always play Aretha Franklin around the house. <laughs> so I would say Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner. I was thinking, uh, what's love got to do with it before I even knew what love was. <laughs> I was a kid. I was probably had to be around six, seven singing that song. I'm inspired by people like Brandy, of course, Whitney Houston, who was inspired by her. I love her uh, as as one of the newer artists uh, right now. Love Jasmine Sullivan. I love Stevie Wonder. I love so many of the legends I, I love. I mean, I just, I, oh, I love Celine Dion. That is, I love, 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 love Lisa and her. Those are some of the people that I, I would say that I'm influenced by the most. Very, very good choices. And a nice mix, a nice mix of genres, styles. So very influential because I, I always love to ask that question because it's very interesting to hear a lot of people actually do mention a lot of the great, you know, uh, Aretha yeah. Franklin, Tina Turner, things like that. And it's so wonderful to hear how much of an impact that, that they have had on so many people. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Tell us a little bit about what you enjoy most about being an artist. I mean, you mentioned that you had your first talent show at 13 you won it you're obviously performing all over the world what do you enjoy Mm -hmm. most about being a artist you know um it's what I love to do you know for me I've done other things other other than music but I, I always been brought back to it whether I was writing the music performing the music you know what I love about being an artist is simply doing what I absolutely love to do I wake up I go to bed you know, thinking about music. Could not really imagine myself doing anything other than this. And I don't think anything else gives me the fulfillment that I get in doing it. Like I said, I, I took a step away from music for a while, you know, had a had a really great career, you know, in, in banking, you know. Um, but, it, you know, the money was good, but um, it, it just didn't fulfill me. So I would say that that's it right there. Whatever it is that fulfills one, I think it's really what you should be doing. And I think music is, is just it for me. There's nothing else I can imagine myself doing. That's a good enough reason. Definitely a good mm-hmm. enough reason. Well, this is a great place for us to share the first song that you brought with you. This is the Grammy considered track, Waiting for You. Tell us how this song came about. How this song came about. I kept asking I call him my brother, but he's really just an amazing friend. But he is my brother now. He's, I, 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 you can't get away from that. Um, I kept asking him for a song that had more of a Caribbean, reggae, Afrobeat vibe. And I've been asking for this for, well, I would probably say, about four or five years. And one day he sent me the song, and I was just like, that's it. I'm like, is this for me? And he goes, is it for you? And I'm like, I think it's for me. <laughs> We actually ended up putting out another song um, that I'm sure you'll talk about before this one. Couldn't wait to get to this. We recorded the song 
it came out beautiful. And then I had sent it over to an, another artist in Jamaica. His name is Dre J.A., um, really big artist there. He's worked with a lot of the industry uh, vets as well in his genre, which is reggae and uh, dance hall. I sent it to him, and then he sent it back with a feature of himself. I didn't even know that he was going to do that. <laughs> but when he sent it, it made the song just that much more magical. And that's how this song came about. I'm like, we have, we have to put this out. <laughs> we have to do a video. We got to do whatever it takes to put this song out. And that's exactly what happened. Well, it is awesome. And I'm glad that you shared with us Dre J.A.'s name because I actually was going to ask who was singing <laughs> on it because I picked it. No, yeah. no, I really was because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you have looped him in into the conversation yes. telling us a little about this. So, all right, everybody. Well, we're going to play this for you and you're absolutely going to love it. So this is Waiting for You by Anya Royale. How you feeling out there? My, my, my mom said, wait for me. They say the love is for fools. We play, we break all the rules. Enough manners to offer me company, but I'm waiting for you. They say if you reach for the stars, they gon' give you the moon. And when we all alone, we gon' do all them things that them new lovers do. Them try it, oh, they wanna wait for you. Enough manners to offer me company, but I'm waiting for you. Oh, nah. Said, wait for me. Said, wait for me. My mind, my mind said, wait for me. I want to wake up next to you in the morning. I see you in the dawning. Like that, no? Big ship set sail when the sun arrives. I love when I get lost in your ride. And I can't wait till you're all mine. I'm trying to. Kitty well fat, yeah, you know me have to capture you Your love is everything to me I want to touch you, girl, you be into me Love all your eyes up on me Room 44 privacy Our eyes not ecstasy Tell all that bed make me drill on you Look how your loving device become splitting your ties Get in your mind after you get in my ride she 
people giving you an opportunity because, you know, especially being independent, you know, sometimes people that can really do things for you don't want to do it because you're independent and and they feel like, okay, well, she's independent and she ain't got no money, (laughs) you know, which a lot of the times is true. You know, they have no capital. So these people want to get paid, you know what I'm saying, to do what they do for other artists. My biggest obstacle is just people really taking a chance on me, on talent. The only difference between me and um, anybody else, like like Beyonce or some of the people that I that I listed as my grace is the right opportunity. I know that what I have is God-given. And I know that with that being said, nobody can take it away. All I need is the the right opportunity, and that will get me to the next level. And I've been given plenty, so don't don't get me wrong. I mean, I got signed to lim- to no limit on the spot just because you know I took a chance one day, you know, at Snoop's house, and and I was challenged to sing a song. He didn't even know I could sing. He, he was playing Nintendo. He turned around and looked at me, and and was like, "Wait a minute, this girl's been at my house all this time, and she's never sang because." Um, his his uh, first cousin is my god sister. I didn't go over there for that, you know, but I got put on the spot and I said, okay, well, you call me to the carpet. I'm going to show you what I can do. Next thing I know, I'm being offered an opportunity with uh, with no limit, you know, Papa Snoop started managing me and, and that was that. But again, you know, it's just the, the right opportunity is all I feel that is missing. And that has been my biggest challenge is just with all of the talent out there, having someone say, you know what, I'm going to take you to the next level, the same way that Al Gomez did when he heard this song and and he got me the consideration for for the Grammy. You know, those those people, just more of those people. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you're exactly correct. I mean, obviously being an independent artist as well, too, I can certainly relate to that. Unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't get easier, right? I mean, I've been Mm-mm. in the business for for a while, and you know, I see now mm-hmm. other roadblocks coming up because there's yes other challenges in the music industry. But um, you know, we just work through them. And the biggest thing, like we mentioned prior to us, you know, really getting involved in this interview, is helping each other. And yes you know, making those connections and having those connections and establishing relationships. A lot of young artists really don't understand. If you're not making relationships and and cultivating those musical friendships, right, you can yes. keep things business, but you still yes. need to make sure that you're cultivating those friendships because you never know when that friendship may open your next door. So, and yes, one thing you cannot put a dollar amount on is relationships. You can't put a dollar amount on that. So for me, I've I've built great relationships with a lot of great people. You know, Colleen Wilson. You know, she's everybody from, you know, In Vogue to Nicki Minaj, and then you know her brother Ken Wilson, who you know you see the the, the president over at uh, Universal. You know, I've met people like that just simply, you know, with my talent, but then also nurturing that relationship with them, you know, to the point where, you know, I can get advice from them. I can get a lot of things that other people can't get from them just simply by being who I am, being genuine about who I am, what I do. And that's that, you know. 
So I, 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 I think that relationships are one of the biggest things and the biggest thing that has gotten me to where I am right now. Amen to that. I can certainly join in on that as well. So relationships, yeah. very important. We yeah. talked about biggest challenges. We talked about relationships. Mm-hmm. How about your most memorable musical moment so far? It would have to be this, this, uh, this Grammy um, consideration. You know, it, it would have to be that because for me, being considered for a Grammy, there are millions of songs, you know, that are submitted and released every year, but there's only a small percentage that is even considered. So I would have to say that that was my biggest musical moment, you know. The the, the consideration in itself was a win for me. It was a win for me. And you should look at it that way. A lot of people don't understand the Recording Academy process, but you're exactly correct. There are millions of songs that get released every day, right? Because now it's so easy to release music. There's only a subset of those that get submitted to potentially be on the ballad, right? Mm -hmm. And then not all of those get accepted. So... Even being put on the ballot for nomination consideration is significant, and you should leverage Mm -hmm. that to the hilt. You know, it is a very significant accomplishment and one to be very, very proud of. And I'm I'm so excited that you're embracing that with, you know, this is not an easy feat. It's not. It is not an easy feat. And, you know, you're there next to... You know, somebody that maybe you're you're there next to the name Beyonce, right? You know, so yeah. Sit there Come on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, trust me, I know, right? Yeah, I get put I get put next to the Taylor Swift name <laughs> where, where I normally end up. And, you know, where it's just like, yeah, okay, you know, all right, we know how that's gonna go. Um, but yes, no, it's great, absolutely wonderful, and. Speaking of more musical moments, things like that, is there anyone you would potentially like to collaborate with in the future, and why? Well, one of them is definitely Celine Dion, because I absolutely love, love, love her voice. I feel like I can learn so much from her. For me, it's about learning, you know. It's about learning from these industry vets that have been so instrumental in my life I would have had, I, I probably would have fainted if I actually had a chance to meet uh, Aretha Franklin because she is my number one. <laughs> um, you know, I would love to work with uh, Brandy, you know, growing up listening to her. Uh, she was very instrumental to me. I won my very first talent show singing uh, Real Love by Mary J. Blige. She's another person I would love to work with. Oh, Adele. Oh, my goodness. I forgot that I met Adele. I would love to absolutely work with her as well. Um, I would love to work with her, Jasmine Sullivan. Those are some of the people that I that I, that I I would love to work with. Stevie Wonder. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Those are definitely <laughs> some of the people that I would love to work with. Yeah. Well, all fantastic choices. So we are going to put mm-hmm. out manifestation vibes that, you know, yes. maybe somebody on your list hears this <laughs> and says, yes, I'm going to yes. call up on it. 
All right, manifestation vibes. Okay. And with that, yeah. this is a great place for us to take a short break here from a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is Chatting with Nat. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network and my guest, Anyette Royale. Okay. We know that you write most of your songs or at least collaborate with other artists. So one of the Mm -hmm. questions that I ask all of my songwriters is do you have a songwriting or trick that you would like to share? Write about everything. Even if you don't have all of the words in mind, write down the concept. Because for me, um, you know, if I'm going through something or I know somebody else is going through something, I'm like, oh, my God, that's a good topic. I know other people are probably experiencing this. You know, let me write these concepts down. So that is the first thing that I do. But to be honest with you, I just get like these random melodies in my head. And then uh, even as I'm driving, sometimes I'll just hit record, you know, and I'll just start, you know, chanting things that probably don't even make sense just to create that melody. And then I come up with the words through that. So although I am a writer, one of the things, though, I'm really good at is creating songs before there's even a, a, a beat or a track then I can go into the studio and the producer can then produce a track around my melody and, and the feel that I want to have. So, uh, but yeah, write about everything. Even if you don't think it's going to be something later on, it may be, you know, I've got concepts that I've probably written all my life, you know, somewhere, but in my phone now, I probably have got about five or six years of concepts and, and, and things like that, you know, chance. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 what I would say. Well, that's a very very good tip, and I hope that some of our budding songwriters definitely take that down because yes, you never know when inspiration is going to hit you. And I too keep wolf concepts. I literally had a conversation the other day with someone, and they mentioned one word, one word. And I've now taken that word and turned it. I'm not saying because it's going on my next Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) Don't say it then. No, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. But, I mean, like, literally it was, like, you know, talking to my producer and we were, like, oh, man, yeah, this would be, like, a really, really cool song. And I'm, like, yeah, you know, this is a literally one word. So, anyway. Wow. Wicked cool. You never know when inspiration can happen. So. All right, good tip. Moving forward into perhaps like the next six months, what can we expect from you? Do you have any releases coming up? Do you have any future gigs coming up? Give us on yet life the next six months. The next six months is going to be releasing new music or at least working on new music. I have tons of songs that still need to be recorded. Um, and then I also have some songs that have already been recorded, pre-recorded, that may or may not be my next release. So within the next six months, I can definitely say that I will be releasing something. 
As for performances, I am performing New Year's Eve here in California in Rancho Cucamonga um, at the Epic Event Center. I am in talks now about going back to uh, Japan. Mm. So, yes, I'm trying to expand my horizons and perform in, in more places, both within the U.S. and without. So I'm definitely looking for those opportunities as well. Oh, well, that's fantastic. I'm jealous of you going to Japan. Can I come in your suitcase? Yes, you can. I mean, it was such a wonderful experience, man. I, I I learned a lot. I didn't even know what to expect. You know, I had never been to Japan before, but uh, I'll be happy, you know, to be able to go back. Well, that's fantastic. So hopefully that gets finalized and you get to go back. With that, let's talk about the second song you brought with you. I want to know, what is this song about? I want to know is a typical, you know, beginning of a, of a relationship type song. You know, I, I want to know about this person. You know, I want to know what, what turns you on. I want to know what makes you feel good. And it could be coming from a male or a female. It's just that typical feel good song is what it is. You know, as soon as it comes on, this is also a song that I worked with. Wes Joseph, um, in both the production and writing, um, he did an awesome job. This was the other song that he presented to me when he presented uh, Waiting for You, but we decided to put this song out first. Well, it is another absolutely fantastic track. So we are going to play this for everybody. This is I Want to Know by Anyette Royal. In your fast ride, hit the town for a dope night. It's about to be a long night, cause you're so fly. And every time I take a look at you, there's so many things I wanna do.
there's another fantastic track, and I love how it is, like, so different than the first time that we played. It's very different Mm -hmm. than Waiting for You, which is really cool. I love that. It is the second song that made it onto Top 40 Radio, this song, and the longest song that made it on the Top 40 Radio. Wow, congratulations, because it is awesome. Yes, 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 yes. Great. Well, before we run out of time and before we sign off, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Do you want to give them any words of wisdom, tell them where they can find you on social media? This is your chance to tell our listeners anything you'd like to share. Sure, absolutely. What I want to share with the listeners is don't give up. Giving up means you have to start over. So whatever it is that you want to do, stay consistent with that. Love what you do. It's not always about the money. It's bigger than the money. Where you can find me is on all social media platforms, The Real Anyette Royale. All righty. Well, Anyette, thank you so, so very much for taking the time to chat with me today. It has been an absolute pleasure sharing you with our listeners, getting to know more about you. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you for tuning in to Mixin' It. On behalf of all of us here at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Curtis. Until next time, keep on mixing it.